Sennheiser has been continuously setting trends in the audio industry. Wherever people care passionately about recording, transmitting, or playing sound, Sennheiser will be there. Artists, disc jockeys, scientists, sound technicians, or demanding music lovers, the Sennheiser name always stands for premium products, headphones, microphones, and all-around audio solutions. The ultimate in sound quality. Sennheiser. It's the Messiah Community Radio Talk Show. This is Michael James Lauren, your host. We have the maestro with us, one of the most popular acting coaches in the world. Ivana Chubbuck is her name. The, uh, the book is called The Power of the Actor, The Chubbuck Technique, the 12-step acting technique that will take you from script to a living, breathing, dynamic character. She's worked with all the best and will name names soon. And welcome to the program. Uh, it's my pleasure. Our sponsors with over 90 years experience in developing audio electronics. Bayer Dynamics stands for innovative audio products with the highest sound quality and pioneering technology. Two business divisions, consumer and installation, provide tailored solutions for professional and private users. All products are developed in Germany and primarily manufactured by hand. From headphones to microphones and conference and interpretation systems. For more information, please visit north-america.bayerdynamic.com. Com. And by Vocal Booth To Go carries a complete line of products and accessories specifically designed for voiceover actors, audio professionals, podcasters, producers, and studio owners to help them get professional results for their clients. It's your go-to place for sound treatment, soundproofing, portable, and mobile vocal booths. Visit VocalBoothToGo.com for more information. And Oralex Acoustics has one mission to make you sound your best. Thousands of satisfied Oralex customers have experienced improved acoustics, along with free expert advice, total sound control products from Oralex. Enjoy widespread use among prominent artists, producers, engineers, and corporations worldwide. Remember, it's not your gear, it's the room. Visit Oralex.com for more information. And great audio starts with great gear. And Zoom's 30-year reputation promises quality and affordability. Visit zoom-na.com today for recorders, audio interfaces, effects pedals, and more. We're Zoom, and we're for creators. You ever get tired of hearing all these big wigs? You know, uh, Charlize Theron, uh, Brad Pitt, uh, Sylvester Stallone, Halle, Halle Berry, and the list goes on. You love working with, uh, with uh, the students just starting out or the, or the big stars? Well, most of the people that uh, you know as big stars, I knew as people that were living in their cars or living with eight other people in a home, uh, working terrible and horrible uh, straight jobs to be able to pay for their acting class and just to uh, try to follow their, their heart and their dreams and, and their passions, no matter how little money that they had. And they became stars uh, after doing hard work taking risks and the choices that they made and uh, continuing to do the work. That's one of the a very important part of, 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 I don't, I don't just work with stars. They weren't stars before. So for me, these, I, I, I see people that, that they be tomorrow's stars uh, or the people that have, uh, cause I've been doing this for almost 40 years. So it's like, this wow. is, these are people that, that I, that began when they first came to, to Hollywood um, and uh, wanted to uh, explore their dreams and passions. And one of the things that I find the most important part of uh, 
helping make people's dreams come true and, and the careers that they want to have happen happen is work ethic, is uh, courage, and is the uh, ability to say, you know what, it may not work out, I may, I may fail, but I'm willing to do this um, in spite of all the possibilities and, and actual probabilities, it's a very difficult business, that, that you will fail. And it's, it's, those kind, it's that kind of tenacity and focus and forward motion and being proactive that makes people successful, in fact, whatever anybody wants to do in their lives. Yeah, and I like your book so much because it tells people how to be human. You know, which we we've forgotten how to be human. We're we're so used to, I don't know, going through the motions. But whether people become a great actor and you make them great actors, believe me, uh, they're going to learn about themselves in in life because it seems like we have so many blind spots. I don't know how you delved into every single facet of the human condition. You must have thought about this. <laughs> well, one of the things that um, I, I get asked a lot to teach through technology, those, you know, those online courses. And I just feel that there's something about um, the world that we live in. And I think part of the reason why people forget about being human is that uh, they, they, they get so caught up in social media, uh, get so caught up in computers, get so caught up in te- uh, technology that the heart suffers, the soul mm-hmm. suffers. I mean, I, it, the very nature to me of technology is uh, is is something that is supposed to take that away. It's supposed to make uh, uh, you know automation is not a human aspect. Technology is not being a human being and all the issues. It's it's, it's perfection to being um, to, to to technology where there's the imperfection that makes and the flaws that make people um, human. Yeah, I like when you what you have to say about winning. You know, this is not the Charlie Sheen winning. This is a different type of winning. This is <laughs> this is the fact that yeah. you know it's the it's the struggle to overcome. And you say when people look at the screen, you know, they don't just want a truthful performance per se, but they want to overcome something. I, is do we just watch television and movies because it's like we want to understand the human condition? We want to understand, and also there's a redeeming factor, a redeeming value to to everything that we do. You seem to put a lot of trust in, uh, in just the, uh, the natural sequence uh, of the stories of life, the foibles, the, the joys, the ups and downs. You, you try to tell people, embrace it all. Well, I think if people already, are automatically already embrace the good stuff. It's the bad stuff, the darkness, the, uh, the traumas, your insecurities, your fears that people feel they need to have that are uh, an object of shame and and self-destruction. I feel that that's what makes you special and unique. I believe that the dynamic people of the world are the people that take the very things that usually uh, self-destruct people or are causes to have people have shame and um, and, 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 and have a a failure from is very, very things that that is the case of pain, um, insecurities and fears are also a, a very powerful fuel to use to overcome and win with, to overcome anything with it. It is the path of, of uh, most resistance, 
But when you get to the other side and you are able to win whatever your objective is, whether it's the character's objective or whether it's the objective of your life, the human experience uh, that's watching the actors on, on screen or on stage, um, they're watching people who have the same issues, the same insecurities, the same mm -hmm. um, traumas and dramas. And they're saying that, that person on the screen is actually doing something about it, actually using it to uh, overcome and win with, uh, as opposed to self-destructing with, that maybe if that character who has the same stuff that I have can overcome and win, maybe so can I. So the obligation of the artist is to give humanity hope. Because That's most, right. more, the pulpit, the pulpit of um, movies and TV especially, because more people watch movies and television than ever are involved with any form of religion or any other um, uh, pulpit that people give people uh, um, information of faith and belief in yourself. Um, and so it, it's, it's the job that I try to give to my actors, my writers, and my directors, the ability to um, allow um, the characters that we see on the screen um, to be able to utilize the, the, those things to accomplish, to evolve, to learn, to change. And the very notion that you can do that, it does a, a, a apply to anybody's life. That's because true. it's just the way that you see things. You know, it's like I could take, it's a, it's a rainy day, and I could say this rainy day means that I'm going to uh, have problems uh, getting from uh, point, point A to point B. I'm going to be soaked. I'm probably going to be cold. I may even get pneumonia. <laughs> or, I could, or I could say that rainy day allows the plants and, and, and the, 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 the flora and the fauna around me to grow and to prosper because it needs the rain to grow. And then that allows me to have more food on the table for my family. And it allows uh, me to, uh, you know, explore, um, you know, fertilization and growth. So it's like the same rainstorm gives us two sides of what, how you look at things. And that's true of anything. Yeah, that's true. What do they call that mindfulness now? You know, you, you developed mindfulness before it became mindfulness. In your in your book, I think I think mindfulness is a different kind of thing. I think being mindful of what you do and how it affects other people that you love and you care about. Being mindful that sometimes your needs are 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 going to hurt somebody else. That's being mindful. Mm -hmm. I think the thing that I do is about the empowerment. I want people to feel empowered by everything. So you could, it's easy to be empowered by good things happening to you, but there's but there's a real challenge and a real skill set that is like outlined in twelve steps and how you actually make um, something um, that allows uh, you to be empowered by by the darkest, the most destructive, uh, or what seems to be destructive uh, uh, realities that are around you, uh, being empowered by. This. I find whenever like look at life happens. People people will ask me. They'll say, "Well, what if I have a happy life?" And I said, "Well, you, what, what is what is happy? Because there's going to be uh, life happens. People die. People have car accidents. People have uh, get diseases that they didn't expect to get. People uh, get fired that they even though they try to be really good at their job, or, or someone breaks up with you. Life happens. And how you 
take that information and you say, look, how do I learn from this? What is it I'm supposed to learn from this that's going to allow growth? What am I supposed to take it? What's my takeaway on this that allows me to be empowered by these very things that usually crush people? It's like more bad happens than good sometimes. I don't, but we can use it, you know, and that's the redeeming uh, value of, uh, of some of the bad things that happen to make it work for you or to celebrate it. What does Mike Tyson say? That everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face. <laughs> well, that's kind of what you're saying. <laughs> you know, he's a good actor too, right? In The Hangover, he was in that movie. <laughs> well, he, well, well I, I don't know about his acting skills, but he, <laughs> he's somebody who, like, the, the notion of I'm going to win no matter what it takes, right. um, the kind of that win aspect is like, if I can't win the normal way, I'll bite somebody's ear off. <laughs> I, you know, it's just like, <laughs> like so I, you know, that, look at that. 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 <laughs> well, you know what? Yeah, I like then, if you think it's like, but, but listen to this. This is this is really important. Right. I actually use that example a lot, Michael Tyson, uh, because I don't know much about the, the world of sports or especially boxing. But one of the things that I always will know his name because of what he did. Right. So the idea is what should be going that far as an actor and in performance. Absolutely. In real life, just to know that the notion that it's hurting people is what's going to happen in your in your a desire and your um, focus to win something that has to be, that's where you have to be mindful. Yeah. Um, but the, but the, the, main, the main aspect of my, what I teach and the technique is based in, in the power of the actor, the mm-hmm. power that we have to change the world. I call it empowerment through the arts. Yeah. And, and the power that what you're doing right now by even talking to me, by even bringing up that example is that you would bring that example up because that was, that's not necessarily the nicest version of the win, but it was a win because people were talking about him even though he lost the fight. I'm happy you're talking to me because uh, this is as close as I'm ever going to get to Hollywood, you know, and talking to you. But uh, in sticking with with boxers, you know, you talk about in your book um, that, you know, it's the behavior that people recognize, not just the words, but in the performance, the behavior. And we had George Foreman on the, on the program. He said he was just using words at one time when he became a, a preacher, you know, from heavyweight champion. But then he started using his arms and in street preaching and saying, I'm George Foreman. And he, he made a real uh, dynamic thing with his behavior and his hands and started getting attention. You mentioned that it's not just the words. Absolutely. We should be able to turn down the sound and so laugh in the right places, cry in the right places, respond um, in the way that uh, we need to respond because people see before they hear. Um, uh, Without behavior, uh, behavior helps us understand the truth of how people feel uh, because words can lie. Behavior always tells the truth. And so I'm watching you say, I never, it's like the character says, I've, ne- I've never cheated on you, honey. And, but your behavior is screaming liar, you yeah. know, and, and, and over, overcompensating because people, when they lie, they overcompensate. And I'm saying that person's not telling the truth, even though what they're saying is I didn't do anything. So it's the idea that if there's no behavior, then we don't really know truthfully what's going on. Really, that person is going after and what their intentions are, what their forward motion is. How did you learn to have this like lie detector built into you? Or can I say, you know, like a BS detector? You seem it's very important in Hollywood that, that the scene be truthful. And, uh, you know, you work with script analysis and so forth and with directors as well. You do everything. Um, but it's important that you get a truthful, uh, you know, how did you learn how to be so truthful? I mean, 
do you get bored of people ever? Because most of us are, are kind of phonies. Well, it's the phony part that you that is the cover that's actually the interesting part of who you are. But things you choose to cover with gives you mannerisms and quirks. And so, because you can't, if I, if I was just to be an open book uh, and vulnerable to people, I'm also opening up the, um, my ability to get, my, get hurt very badly. Mm-hmm. So we as, as human beings have found a way, our checks and balances, is again, in order for me to not get hurt, um, not put myself in such a vulnerable place, I'm going to have cover mechanisms that are going to allow me to um, say somebody uses humor to cover their insecurities and their um, their pain. Guilty. Uh, some people use some <laughs> guilty. <laughs> Me too. Guilty. Um, sometimes I wish I was a little bit more funny, but <laughs> what can I say? Um, sometimes I, I, some of the jokes work. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> but that's my cover. Um, and uh, and some people use their uh, intellect. Some people use violence. Some people use some people use ability to manipulate, manipulate to sell, to con. Um, and, you know, there's all kinds of ways that people cover so that they can accomplish and still be vital people in this world and accomplish something without getting um, hurt and destroyed. So it becomes very interesting behaviorisms that allow us to enjoy performance. I'd like to know how many of your students became like PhD psychologists after, especially after working with you and reading this book. Once again, The Power of the Actor, The Chubbuck Technique. We're talking, of course, with world-renowned and prestigious acting coach, Ivana Chubbuck, the 12-step acting technique that will take you from script to a living, breathing, dynamic character. Uh, you easily, could, there could be a doctor in front. You're, I don't think Sigmund Freud has anything on you. Well, <laughs> I, mean, no, I, I know, but I can't because the thing is, I don't know how to help people out. I know how to, I think it, one of my students once said, I'm therapy without the cure. And I will say that that's, I don't, I'm not trying to help people um, find their ability to exist in life using the, their traumas and all that. That's what therapy does. What yeah. I do is how to take the fraction that makes you most neurotic and therefore most interesting, well, your, your, your lack of confidence, is, and you're looking at the things that make you dark and, and scared and, and, and looking at your traumas as, as things that are to paint with. These are your colors. These are the things to make a beautiful picture with. So it's a whole different dynamic. Um, one is understanding the human animal, because uh, one of the things I do in my work is I use um, uh, behavioral science, psycho- the science of psychology, and the science of cultural anth- anthropology, which is the science of uh, and the history of mankind and why we do what we do through history um, and culture, where the culture comes from and all that. It's all based in science and, and being human. But like, how do I use the the the, the things that you're trying to cure or trying to manage in therapy, I use it and I explore it even more um, uh, into a place where it's even more extreme to make it more entertaining and fun end result on, on screen or on stage. 
Well, you know how they say, you know, you have to have, what's my motivation? Or should I do it in a British accent? What's my motivation? Um, you, you seem to make sure. That- <laughs> first, first, you got to work on your accent. That's all good. What's my motivation? <laughs> That's true. I, you, know, you know your why. <laughs> you know your why. And it's important that people understand, you know, uh, their why as far as why they do what they do. I found it fascinating just from the human condition to read your book, The Power of the Actor, just uh, acting aside, just to understand the human condition. And you really go deep into it. But it's really important, isn't it? The scene won't take off unless we know the why. Well, here's the thing. I, I have a new sentence that I should probably write a book and become a new self-help guru, yes. which I don't ever want to do. But I no, 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 not doing that. Um, I'm an artist. For, <laughs> but anyway, I, call, I have a new thing I call the power of why. Because if we don't understand why we do the things that we do, and now we're talking about those the things, again, that create drama um, or comedy, that if we don't understand the why, we can't really explore the depth and the, and the density and the layers and the richness uh, that we can get to in our, in our performance and our writing and our directing. So the power of why, I think, is also really important regarding just living life. Why did your mother abuse you? Why did your father abandon you? Um, understanding the, 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 the human being that has caused you um, and, and also understanding your own reasons why you've done some of the awful things that you've done uh, is uh, it helps you understand how to change that and how to also have a relationship with someone that you couldn't have a relationship with before mm. because understanding the why also allows a connection and a bonding that you would have never been able to have. And, 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 and all um, theater, whether it's on screen or on stage, is all based in, in, in relationships. Watching people, the plot facilitates relationship. And what we see is and why we, we, something becomes popular is because we want to see how this relationship develops seeing two people that are unique because there's no two people that are alike um finding how they find each other and bond with each other given all the things that uh, cause them uh a lack of ability to communicate um the 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 fear and the insecurities that they're not going to be like back and fear of rejection and all that kind of stuff it's like the the idea is watching how that uh, relationship finds its way through the course of of the film or, or the stage play is something that's very fascinating mm-hmm. to watch a plot. It's like not because it's, it's, it's a dry thing. There's no new plot. It's, the only thing that's new is relationship because everybody's different. But George Bernard Shaw once said, he said, there are no new plots. It may happen in space. It may happen in, uh, in, in period piece. It may happen with, uh, with like, uh, with cartoon characters, but there are no, the plots are the same, the basic, basic human needs were presented, but how we um, uh, uh, negotiate our needs um, through who, are, who we are specifically and understanding the why of all that is going to give us something um, special that people will want to see. Mm-hmm. I've got to think there are a lot of moving parts when it comes to communication and many that we're not aware of. Looking at their lips, their their outfits, whatever you how do you do it? I mean, you're able to focus on maybe 20 different things in one conversation, but I would think also that helps the uh, the performance if you're able to. Does that help at all to be that aware? Well, I, I, one of the things that um, 
I'm really good at is, is like find, taking chaos and finding a linear path with it. And art by its very nature and emotions by its very nature, it's, just, it's chaotic. It's chaos. It's, it doesn't make sense. It's illogical. And there's a lot, a lot of moving parts, as you said, um, to the emotional reality and our forward motion being brought to bear through our emotions. So I, I, there's, some, there's some structure in my mind that allows me to understand how to make a linear path out of the, uh, the a chaos of, of emotions and, uh, um, and people's needs and, 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 and the human animal itself. Um, one of the things it's like my, my father-in-law was a very famous scientist and one of the things he could do at six years old is he created out of kitchen parts um, a, a working radio that had three wow. uh, working stations. Hmm. And so, but that, how did he know how to do that? That's just, it's just a gift. One of the things that I really believe in, uh, because I, I do believe in a higher power, um, but I believe that, that God or your higher power, whatever people believe in, uh, everybody has a gift. It's up to you to figure out what that is and then to utilize it. And oftentimes it's, 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 you will find it within something that is something that you love. And it doesn't have, it could be anything. It could be, you know, uh, growing uh, uh, trees. It could be um, being um, a, a farmer. It could be someone who's a butcher uh, because there's an artistry to all of that. It could be... Uh, uh, being a, 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 a mathematician, uh, should be someone who's a, a scientist. Whatever it is, you're going to find your your gift, and you will be able to be excellent at that. But you have to like allow the world to just enter you without the plan. Because um, with, with when people plan too much, it will always go awry. Allow life to happen, and then. Uh, I had a friend who was a jazz musician, but he wasn't feeling, and he was working with Dizzy Gillespie. He was successful. Um, so he, he wasn't getting the joy in the, in, from it. Um, but so he decided to go back to school and he took all these different classes, some in literature, some in um, uh, uh, math, some in science, uh, uh, some in art history, just to, just to explore just all kinds of things. And he came to find that he really liked high math, you know, physics. Mm-hmm. And so then he started going more and more into the sciences. And now, but fast forward, he figured out that he loved uh, nuclear physics. And now he is a very famous nuclear physicist who started off as a jazz musician who went to Berkeley College. I'm talking about really high-end musician. Um, found what he really loved. Um, and then he really just has a second nature, too, and he's a genius, too, is nuclear physics. And who would have thought? You know, but he, what he did was he allowed himself to be open to the world showing itself and uh, and finding uh, finding your way. And I think that's a really, if, if you haven't found what it is that you're really good at or what your passion is, then just allow yourself to find, just put yourself in different places like this person did and, and, and just try different notions to see which, which really affects you and then follow it from there. I just like the fact that you put a lot of confidence in the regular plot of life, good or bad, you know, just the story of it. And so how, you know, because you're, you're kind of like a scientist, you talk about uh, how you believe like mathematics and behavior kind of go hand in hand. You think like that. So you're able to look back and say, well, this happened to me. And because of that, this occurred. And there is a little bit of a providential factor in, in everyday life. I think we miss that. Well, I, I, I think that people have to, the most important glean from what I do is no matter how bad life seems to get, there's always 
a way to be empowered by that information. And I just, I think people need to get that you don't need to, to spiritually or physically die. You, there is hope and even the worst of circumstances, there's empowerment and even the gravest of realities. And, and, and that you can, um, you can find, you can find involvement, growth and, and joy um, your own special version of that because everybody's is different. What gives them joy, what makes them grow and how they learn. And, and, and so I, one of the things is there's 12 steps and you'll find, I don't know if you look at some of the other exercises, it's how to find uh, the serial killer in you, how to feel pregnancy when you're, when you're not pregnant, how to feel what it feels like to organically feel pregnant or organically feel the high of heroin or, or, or drunk high or it's all numbers it's like there's all like it's a it's got like it's a pattern there's patterns to everything so it's like if you look at all those other chapters there's first there's the 12 steps uh, which is the basic patterns then when we go into getting into different kind of human um behaviors or um or or or, 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 or types of people archetypes or um or or, or situations of being like um, with uh, beyond drugs or alcohol and all the different things that just make up life, um, that there's a there's a, a pattern to it, and that pattern is in the book. It has like there's these six steps to to getting to feeling to what it feels like to really organically feel like a, a serial killer. <laughs> That's the second time you said that. You you have a thing for serial killers. <laughs> oh, I say I, I actually do. Um, there's a there's a great book called. Mind um, Hunters, which is all about profiling. And I basically um, profile my characters, what they're doing today, and I profile it back to what it is that created them to be who they are in today's script, right? And that's and the notion of profiling is like taking a serial killer and saying who they pick to kill, how they kill, um, how they splay out the, the body, uh, what they do to the body, uh, and, 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 and all the different things that go into the end result of their kill. And then you backtrack, and you can actually figure out through profiling, the science of profiling, which is uh, uh, that you can see what, what is a male or a female, if this person is a child of divorce, if this person is gay or straight, if this person is um, um, has a... Uh, what kind of mental illnesses are they? Are they, are they OCD? Are they uh, bipolar? Are they uh, what kind of uh, parents that they had? What kind of traumas that they had? They can backtrack so so uh, minutely that they can. That's how they find these people. That is fascinating because they're. It's a really fascinating science, and this book is uh, called Mind Hunters by John Douglas. And I uh, people ask me say, what other book besides yours? Would you recommend to read? Because my book really is about profiling. I mean, if you really look at it, if you understand that the science of profiling, that's what I do. And uh, and so that if you want to go to the one of the people that invented profiling in the FBI is a guy named John Douglas, and he wrote this book called Mind Hunters, and it's all case histories of how they found the killer from the information from the the kill itself. You know, truth be told, I'm addicted to that stuff, those programs. My wife said, turn it off, turn it off. But I see, obviously, when you go on television or Roku, that uh, there are a lot of people that, that are interested in that. 
Oh, absolutely. It is on how to make it. What was the, was the show that was so big that the make use of a murder, how to make a murder. What was that, that series? You got it. And uh, very addictive. And, and of course, all those movies about um, or, or, or scripts about like uh, killers, um, real and imagined, you know, it's like they're huge. People have a fascination to that. And because people are fascinated by the darkness of the world. And that's one of the reasons why we can't. When, when I'm working on working on a script, whether it's from the point of view of acting, writing, or directing, it's like we have to like really um, look at the the parts that are the scariest parts to look at mm-hmm. from not only the character point of view, but from your personal point of view. Because that courage that you expose as the actor, writer, or director to, to put that out there um, is something that uh, we will be... Um, Enthralled uh, by, we will be compelled by. So I, I like to use this as an example. You're going down a, a highway and you see a beautiful, you know, scenery, and you don't stop to look at it. You just kind of maybe mention to the person in the car with you, say, "Isn't that beautiful?" And the person says, "Yes, it is." But if if there's a car accident mm. and the more jaws of life and ambulances and cars and and, and havoc and and, and mayhem and blood that seems to be spewed forth, oh. the more you have to stop, the more you have to stop and look and see what's going on. And so that's just human nature. I've tried to not stop in those kinds of situations or, or slow down, but I, you can't. It's just part of being human. We're compelled by darkness. We're compelled by the edge of of, of, of humanity mm-hmm. and it's our and it's my job as a coach to make sure that people are courageous enough to look at not only the characters um reality but how that personally uh is about who they are as well and it's scary to look at that to look at some of the things that make us individually um maybe not the nicest people i'll give you another great example i use a lot which is you're on the top of a tall building that's not one person in the world that hasn't had one moment to think if i push that person next to me over what would that feel and uh and the thing is but then you then you hit the because we, we are not sociopaths so the next thought would be oh my god i can't believe i've had that thought but we had the thought and we are compelled by that. And I, and I use it. I do workshops all over the world and different cultures from, um, you know, from Australia to Europe to China to Japan to, to uh, Russia and, and Ukraine and South America, all over the world with all different kinds of cultures, different points of view about things. And I, say, I use that example and everybody nods their head. Wow. We've all had that thought. They think about that so, all the so world, pushing people. <laughs> you know, it's like it's it's crazy. Well, because we think that I could never think that. It's called human nature. It's yeah. Human nature. And it's like that's who we are. So let's let's embrace that. Let's embrace that's who we are, and and and, and explore it more. Do people just get better when they uh, continue Charlize Theron, um, uh, James Franco? You work with Brad Pitt and Sylvester Stallone. And of course, the list goes on, Elizabeth Shue and, and others. But uh, are people always working on their craft or do sometimes they get a little lazy? Sometimes they get lazy and sometimes they keep working on their craft alongside a coach. And sometimes they do it themselves because they've learned for so many years um, you know, in class for a long time. And, and I mean, Charlize Theron was in class for years and she was, I always worked with privates as well. And I, she 
uh, doesn't work with me. It hasn't for a bit, but she, but she does the work. She absolutely does the work. And, uh, so she, but she was always one of the hardest workers that I had. So she's not famous because she's so pretty. She's famous because she's a hard worker and takes risks in the cho- choices she makes emotionally mm-hmm. and also the, the um, projects that she picks. And she's always been that person that when she'd work on a, she, she was like working down the street um and uh and on location during a lunch break instead of taking lunch she came to my class and watched that hour of class and then went back to location and so it's like that's that's the kind of but that's the kind of work ethic that she has that that all these people have they're really the work ethic is insane and it's a really important important part of being successful um taking risks and being having a really strong work ethic is a, a the recipe for success in all businesses mm-hmm. and all and and also and also relationships too because it takes a lot of work to have uh, a great relationship. That's true. And Ivana, you know, uh, Charlize also played a serial killer. Just saying. <laughs> well, here's the thing about that because I talk about the serial killer you know aspect and and that book Mind Hunters. I bring that up a lot and, and case histories and stuff like that in class and and she actually produced a, a show called Mind Hunters. So she, she's she's been fascinated by it too by virtue of me bringing it up a lot and then her being fascinated by the world as well. She's a very interesting human being. She's really cool. She's, she's she taught me a lot, and she's a lot younger than me. She taught, she taught me a lot. She's she's a very um, smart, interesting, and uh, uh, you know, just very curious person. And that's the other thing that I want to throw out: yes. being curious, be curious about everything, and you will be um, a more um, a successful and and satisfied person. I saw a movie about, I think Michael Keaton was in the movie about uh, McDonald's and uh, uh, the guy Croc, I think his name. Anyway, they talked about how uh, at the beginning there was no regulation. People who own these McDonald's, they made any way they wanted. You know, some served chicken and all these different things. And, and soon, long story made short, he regulated it so everything had to be uh, a uniform type of way of, of McDonald's. Now, if people want to be a, a Chubbuck technique specialist or they want to... Um, coach and have your technique, the 12-step acting technique, uh, it's got to be done right. And that's what's kind of, I like the quality control uh, for your acting. I do. I have a, a, a course that I, I, uh, I teach teachers how to teach it from all over the world. I have schools all over the world and teachers from all over the world. And you don't always pass the test. You have to be of the right stuff mm-hmm. to be able to get um, the accreditation. It's a very intense, but very inspiring and very empowering course. I just graduated uh, three people on Friday, uh, one from Holland, one from uh, from Argentina, Uruguay, and another one uh, going to be in Louisiana and Texas. And uh, then I have uh, three more people, two from Denmark, one for directors, one for actors, and then the other one's from Bulgaria. And then a couple of weeks after that, um, starting is going to be two people from China and then uh, and Brazil. So and this is this is continuous, but I need to keep quality control. I want to make sure that people are empowered by by their pain and not because it, kind of get, it could get dangerous to be able to bring up some of the stuff that we bring up and not use it to empower people, empower your own journey with it. That's really true. Uh, and that's always, always, always empower with 
with your stuff with your because it is it is something that you fundamentally have to start becoming a habit and that's what training and 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 not only as a teacher from the teacher level but as an actor in the classes just to make it a habit that you start to see things from a place of this means growth this doesn't mean destruction um i want to know is there an actor or an actress that you wish that you work with or even someone who passed away that you say i wish i worked with that actor the only person in terms of like not about coaching but i would have liked to have known would have been Dorothy Parker. Hmm. I'm thinking yeah, Dorothy Parker was she, she's a she, she was a female wit writer. She she was part of the Algonquin table, those people that like were, were the famous wits of the nineteen twenties and thirties. And uh, I would like to be a part of that world, the Algonquin world where everybody was funny and intellectually, but there was, it was intellectual, but it really wasn't because it was all about relationships, finding the, the humor and the foibles of, of being uh, human in relationships and making fun of the, our insecurities and our, and our stuff and how we deal with life and, and how stupid we could be. <laughs> and it's like, she was just an amazing wit. And, and Dorothy Park, I've read all her stuff. She's amazing. And I would have, I'd like to have a long conversation with her and that I was, I was feed from. But in terms of teaching somebody else, I, I, I'm a pretty happy camper here. And for the people I work with and all the new people that come to me because they seek me out because the book has inspired them. And um, people getting Oscar. Yeah. And the fact that, mentioning your name from oh, the okay. pulpit. I mean, how rewarding is that? Well, it's very, very rewarding. But what's most rewarding is knowing that these people's lives have changed um, in, a pro- in a prosperous way, both spiritually, emotionally, and, and also financially, uh, because of working this way. So it, that is, it's, it's my, my, my riches. Those are my riches. And I think people should go, well, certainly, com. last name C-H-U-B-B-U-C-K, uh, com. Get the book. It's called The Power of the Actor, The Chubbuck Technique, The 12-Step Acting Technique that will take you from script to a living, breathing, dynamic character. Sometimes we have people pray at the end of the show. I'm not going to ask you to pray, but what would you just, last parting words to anyone listening right now, of course, that wants to be an actor, an actress, and, and make it their life, what would, what would those famous last words be? Believe in yourself, and that way everybody will believe in you. Wow, I, I was right. <laughs> That's right to the point. That's right to the point. And uh, Ivana Chubbuck, she's been our special guest, founded Ivana Chubbuck Studios more than 20 years ago. What, 40 years ago or 20 years ago? I started teaching about 40 years ago. About 40 years ago. And you're 1980. 1980. The most uh, sought <laughs> acting coach in Hollywood. What a treat you've been. You're a cool customer. You know a lot about the human condition and all about acting. And uh, it was really a joy to have you on the program. Thank you. Uh, absolutely. Our sponsors with over 90 years experience in developing audio electronics. Bayer Dynamics stands for innovative audio products with the highest sound quality and pioneering technology. Two business divisions, consumer and installation, provide tailored solutions for professional and private users. All products are developed in Germany and primarily manufactured by hand, from headphones to microphones and conference and interpretation systems. For more information, please visit north-america.bairdynamic.com.
And by Vocal Booth To Go carries a complete line of products and accessories specifically designed for voiceover actors, audio professionals, podcasters, producers, and studio owners to help them get professional results for their clients. It's your go-to place for sound treatment, soundproofing, portable, and mobile vocal booths. Visit VocalBoothToGo.com for more information. And Oralex Acoustics has one mission to make you sound your best. Thousands of satisfied Oralex customers have experienced improved acoustics along with free expert advice, total sound control products from Oralex. Enjoy widespread use among prominent artists, producers, engineers, and corporations worldwide. Remember, it's not your gear, it's the room. Visit Oralex.com for more information. And great audio starts with great gear. And Zoom's 30-year reputation promises quality and affordability. Visit zoom-na.com today for recorders, audio interfaces, effects pedals, and more. We're Zoom, and we're for creators.